Hello, spooky friends, and welcome to the first episode of Aliens, Cryptids, and Ghosts. Oh my. I'm your host, Hazel Ray. I started this podcast because I'm a lover of all things spooky and weird and cryptid, and I wanted a place to talk about those things. My family and my friends are not very into the weird and creepy paranormal stuff. They're not into conspiracies. They're not into aliens. Um, I'm pretty much the weirdo of my family, so, and I'm sure a lot of you can relate to that, but, um, so yeah, I, I really wanted a place that I could actually talk about those things and have people who are actually interested in it listen. A little bit about me. I am a children's therapist by day and a paranormal investigator by night, which is a very odd combination, but that's kind of where life took me, I suppose. I also consider myself a witch. I have been into this stuff for pretty much my whole life, you know, since I was 15 is when it really happened. Um, that's kind of when I started realizing, like, something's different, you know, and from there I just kind of did my research and, hey, I'm a witch, which, awesome. <laughs> um, I just grew up knowing that something was different, and then I found YouTube which you can find anything on YouTube. And I got really into ghosts and conspiracy theories and like witchy things. Um, now I can't see ghosts or anything. I'm definitely not a medium or a psychic or anything like that, but ghosts and cryptids and paranormal things, like all of that weird stuff, it just fascinates me. So from there I became a paranormal investigator and I actually investigate places with my team, like to this day. Um, I've only been an investigator for about a year, but I find it really fascinating. I really enjoy it, and I love hanging out with my team and going into creepy places. And now I'm a podcast host, so there you have it. There's my life in a nutshell, I guess. Um, so there's a little bit about me and who you are listening to. Let's get into this story today, shall we? Buckle up, buttercups. Today we are getting spooky. So I've been trying to figure out a topic for my first episode for quite a while. I've known for a little bit that I really want to start a podcast and talk about these spooky things, but I knew that my first episode had to air on Halloween because that's my favorite holiday. It's the creepiest one, so of course. Um, but I can't take full credit for finding this story because my wonderful boyfriend Dan is the one who found it. We were talking about Halloween because it's coming up. It's well, actually literally tomorrow. So, um, but we were talking about Halloween and all of the different interesting traditions that we have. You know, like we've got witches riding brooms and ghosts with sheets over them. Like, why did that stuff happen? But then he was like, where did jack-o'-lanterns come from? And I'm like, dude, I don't know. So we looked it up and the origin of a jack-o'-lantern is actually really cool. Um, if you don't know what a jack-o'-lantern is, it's a hollowed-out pumpkin with a carved face seen during the holiday of Halloween. Um, I'm sure a lot of you have probably carved a pumpkin for Halloween before, but have you ever stopped to think about where that tradition actually came from? It's pretty cool. So, the tradition of carving a jack-o'-lantern began centuries ago with a popular Irish legend, the Legend of Stingy Jack. 
Now, I got this story from the History Channel and a YouTube channel called Mythology Unleashed. Like, I've been researching it for a little bit um, since we talked about it, but um, these are the top two that I found pretty interesting. They were all pretty much the same, so I hope there isn't any inaccuracies to this story. I don't want to offend anybody of Irish descent or anybody from Ireland if I'm lucky enough to have somebody from Ireland listen to this. But anyways, if there is an inaccuracy, don't yell at me. Yell at them. <laughs> because that's where I got it from, so just yell at them. Anyways, according to the Irish folklore, Stingy Jack was a horrible, awful, mean old man. And he had a bad reputation for being a con artist and a trickster. He was self-centered, unkind, and he was described as a drunk. He really loved his alcohol. Which, um, Ireland... Sorry, no offense. Anyways, so Jack was so awful and so cruel that stories of him actually reached Satan in hell. And you'd have to be a pretty awful person to uh, have your uh, your reputation go all the way down there, you know? Depending on what you believe, obviously. But this is an Irish story, so they did believe in Satan and hell. And they still do, I guess, most of them. Um, but anyways, yeah, so... His reputation got pretty far and got to historically the most evil creature in history. So that's pretty bad. But Satan couldn't believe that a man like Jack existed, obviously. So he decided to meet him. Um, and for some reason, <laughs> this is a pretty interesting way to meet someone. But for some reason, Satan decided to pose as a dead man in a tree and he waited for Jack. And Jack, for another weird reason, decided to approach the body. And I don't know about you, but if there's a dead body in the woods, I don't know if I'm going to approach it. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. But that's what Jack did. He approached the body, and as soon as he did, its face twisted into a creepy, evil grin with wide, hollow eyes that just stared back at him. And at that moment, Jack realized that the devil had come to collect his soul. So, that is pretty creepy and I would be I would be freaking out actually I imagine um the Momo is dead character you know the the ja I think it was a Japanese artist that had created a sculpture where the eyes were like bugging out and the face was kind of like a bird and it was just a really creepy image and everybody was freaking out for a while yeah that's what I imagined and that's kind of terrifying so so Jack had the <laughs> he had the Cones, like the the biggest ones to ask a request of this devil um and that last request was to have one last drink at a local tavern the devil agreed and they went and they got a drink together which turned into many many drinks and when it came time to pay the tab jack challenged satan to turn himself into a piece of silver to use to pay the tab so i guess jack was kind of like you know hey you've got some magic like you can turn yourself into things why don't you turn yourself into a piece of silver i'll pay the tab and then when the bartender isn't looking you know turn back into yourself we don't have to pay like that's a good plan but anyways um so the devil went along with jack's idea but instead of paying the tab jack put the silver piece in his pocket with a crucifix sneaky sneaky all right 
Um, but like I said, man had some uh, bravery going on. Jack offered Satan a deal. Jack would release Satan only if he left Jack alone and allowed him to live for the next decade. You know, totally worry-free. The devil re- agreed, but it was reluctantly because he didn't really have much of a choice. Um, and ten years later, Satan came to collect his debt. However, Jack made another request. And this it just kind of baffles me. Like, dude had to have some bravery. Um, made another request for an apple from a nearby tree. Satan, for some reason, decided he was going to climb up that tree to get the apple. And while doing so, Jack carved four crucifixes into the tree trunk. Which, you know, trapped the devil in the tree. So, uh, fooled again, sir. Um, either the devil is, like, kind of not smart, or Jack is just, like, really smart. Um, yeah, that's, to be fooled twice, like, come on. So, Jack proposed another deal. If Jack frees Satan, then Jack won't have to go to hell when he dies. Because, I guess because he knew he was so 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 going to hell because <laughs> he was a pretty bad guy um the devil agreed to this and jack released him jack lived the rest of his life pretty much worry free knowing that one he outsmarted the devil not once but twice and two he wouldn't be going to hell when he died so he le- pretty much slept like a baby you know he had no no worries just being his evil little self um but years later jack did pass away And the devil did keep his end of the deal. Jack didn't go to hell. He did find himself at the gates of St. Peter, though. However, he couldn't enter. Because Jack led such a bad life, full of bad deeds and sinful ways, that got him banned from entering the kingdom of heaven, so he couldn't go up there. He was just too too bad of a guy. Um, So Jack's only option was to make the journey down to hell. So when he got there, though... Satan denied him access to enter hell, both to honor their agreement and to get his revenge on Jack, which is kind of an example of be careful who you screw with. <laughs> but it's also, I just thought of how, you know, we have that um, saying, fool me once, shame on you. Wait, fool me once, shame on you, fool me twice, shame on me, something like that. So that kind of made me think of this. It was squirrel moment. I do have some ADHD, so we will probably be going off of topic sometimes. But anyways, that made me think of that, and it is pretty pretty accurate. So Jack's alternative option, because he had no other option really, was to spend the rest of his eternity wandering the earth alone. So basically like Irish limbo. I think, I did look it up, and I think that they did kind of have a sort of limbo, but um, it was mostly for babies that hadn't been baptized so i don't know if this is technically limbo but either way he was not allowed in heaven he wasn't allowed in hell so he had to wander the earth alone as a spirit i suppose jack pleaded with satan to have a light to guide his way through the darkness satan decided to grant jack's request and gave him an ember directly from the fires of hell jack carried this ember in a hollowed out turnip so kind of sounds familiar 
Um, it is said that Stingy Jack's ghost continues to wander Ireland's countryside to this day. Like, people have actually claimed to see him. And he has been granted the name Jack of the Lantern. Whoa, so there you go. If you know much about the origin of Halloween, you know that it comes from the Celtic festival of Samhain. Not Samhain, like most people try to say. Samhain. Or All Hallows' Eve. Halloween. This is a time when the spirits of the netherworld can pass into the living world. So it's like when the veil is the thinnest, you know, so spirits can basically come back to earth if they want to. So therefore, the people of Ireland would carve scary faces into vegetables like turnips and potatoes because that's pretty much what they had on hand. And they would display them with a candle outside of their homes. And this was said to ward off evil spirits and jack-of-the-lanterns because nobody wanted him in their home. And then when the Irish immigrated to America, they brought this tradition with them and replaced the turnips with pumpkins. I guess because pumpkins were maybe were more common here. I'm not really sure why they decided to replace the turnips, but that's likely why, I have no idea. Sorry, look it up. <laughs> but the name for these hollowed out gourds were jack-o'-lanterns in recognition of jack who is doomed to roam the lands of ireland for eternity so there you have it the origin of the jack-o'-lantern i thought that this is a pretty cool story so i definitely had to tell or talk about it on this podcast i thought it would be fitting for it to be my very first episode considering halloween is tomorrow and this podcast goes up tomorrow woohoo so if you enjoyed listening to my squirrel moments and this story and (laughs) my lovely lovely voice um i would really appreciate it if you would i guess follow i don't know how if you follow these podcasts listen i'm kind of old when it comes to technology i don't know but if you follow please follow or subscribe whatever you do to this podcast (laughs) save it um because i will be posting new episodes every monday So next week's story is actually going to be pretty cool. It's going to be the mystery of the Greenbrier ghost or Zona Hester, Hester, shoe. Who solved her own murder as a ghost? Like, it's a pretty interesting story. So you will definitely have to check in next week. I know that there's millions of other stories about her going around, but I actually live close to Greenbrier. So I kind of have more of a sort of inside scoop so there you go all right see you next week spooky friends